0: Hello everyone and welcome back to Love Always, a podcast for your heart. As I said in the previous podcast, we are going to be digging into Wake Up to Hope, a devotional by Joel and Victoria Olstein. And for this series, we will be going over the entire book. Um, It's a very helpful book not just to read something in the morning and to get you know in right mindset for the rest of your day but to also help you out with any kind of grief or loss um having to deal with you know a job family members something dear to your heart um this book helped me get into that kind of, you know, spiritual and faith-based mindset and helped me cope with a lot of things. And that is what I hope to do, is to share what I've learned and what I've read with all of you. And if there's anything that will help, then it will help for good. So let's go ahead and get into this right now. So what we have for today is called Closer Than You Think. Today's scripture, do not cast away your confidence, which has great rewards. Hebrews 10.35 Have you been praying and believing for something that's taking longer than you thought? Many times people can miss God's best simply because they don't give up before they see their answer come. Don't let that be you. Be encouraged today. Your answer is closer than you think. If it seems, though, things are getting more difficult, remember, when the intensity heats up, that means you're closer to your victory. It always seems darkest just before the dawn appears. Remember you serve a faithful God. Know that he is working behind the scenes on your behalf. Don't cast away your confidence today because your reward is coming. And just like a new mother forgets about her labor pains when she's finally holding her newborn, you'll forget about your struggle when you're holding your promise. While you are waiting, keep an attitude of faith and expectancy. Wake up every morning and declare, I've come too far now. My due season is coming. I will reap my harvest. Stay in faith and be on your lookout because he has promised you victory and it's closer than you think. While reading this, the line that just stuck out to me is where it says, and just like a new mother forgets about her labor pain, which, as women we all know, <laughs> cramps uh, labor pain, things of that sort. That is no joke. It's intense. And she forgets about her labor pain when she is finally holding her newborn. You'll forget about your struggle when you're holding your promise. That's very, very intense line. I mean, what is it that you are wishing for, that you're hoping for? What, What is in your heart that God put in there that is so intense that you're going through this immense amount of struggle, pain, um, agony, just so that you can get to this promise, just so you could get to the land of milk and honey? What is it that you are going through that is taking this, you know, It's taking everything that you have in you to just get to that point. But once you do, you'll forget about what the struggle you went through. And it would be so much more worth it. A prayer for today. Father in heaven, thank you that you are my faithful God and I can depend on you. Today, I stand believing that you are working behind the scenes on my behalf. My faith and trust are in you alone. I declare that my due season is coming and I will reap a harvest. I'm looking for your goodness and expecting the victory. Give me your strength to stand alone and strong until I see your promises fulfilled in my life in Jesus name. Amen. A lot of us think, and we go through life thinking that words don't hurt. You know, sticks and stones may break my bones, but your words will never hurt. Right? We've all heard that saying ever since we were kids. And I'm pretty sure some of of us have probably said that to a couple of other kids too. But our tongue is mightier than the pen and what we say what comes out of our mouth whether it's about our own self or about someone else we want to speak light and faith and joy into other people and about ourselves as well when we look in the mirror and i'm going to go into you know the body shaming we don't want to look at ourselves and say, you know, I, I wish I was thinner. I wish I was, you know, a little bit more darker. I wish I was lighter. I wish, you know, I had blonde hair. I wish I had black hair. I wish it was short, long, full. You know, I wish my eyebrows were a little bit thicker. We say these things, you know, because it's what the beauty tells us that, you know, you have to look a certain way. Your hips have to be like this. And You know, your breasts have to be voluptuous and everything. But that's not it. That's not how we were made. We were made in the image of our father. Our whole body image of what the beauty industry has us thinking now is totally skewed into just promoting more products And so when we talk about ourselves or we talk about other people, we tend to, at times, and I will say I'm very guilty of this as well, I'll kind of talk down on the gifts that I have personally, right? Like, no, I don't think I'm that good enough for this. Or I don't think that, you know, me doing this new adventure is just going to pan out. Or, you know, look at that person. They're doing so awesome. They're so amazing. Like, if only I was like that. Well, no, because even though we're giving someone else a compliment, we're still putting down ourselves in the the same sentence. And because we're doing that, our tongue is projecting and manifesting, if you will, this idea and this notion of, oh, this is our glass ceiling. We can't go above this. I can see beyond it, but I can only dream. I can only wish to attain it. But no, you know, we sh- we shouldn't just hold it into ourselves and think that, you know, this is something that we cannot get to, or this is something we need to change about ourselves, or this is something that will never happen to us. You know. If you're looking to start a business. And I'm always looking at, you know, different ventures and different ideas and stuff. And I have a million and one ideas. And when I talk to people about it, um, they'll tell me, you know, focus on one thing. Stay on one thing. You know, why are you going all over the place thinking, you know, I need to do this and I need to do that, right? But it's because... I know I can do it. And I know you can do it as well. You can do anything that, honestly, you set your mind to. It's very cliche, but it's very true. If you have the passion in your heart and God is telling you, this is what I want you to do. Whether it's going to succeed for a season or it's going to be your entire life's work. This is what... I want you to do because there's either a lesson to be learned or it's going to take you into your promised land. Your wake up thought. You may have had some setbacks, but this is a new day. Your breakthrough is on the way. God is breathing new life into you. If you shake off the discouragement. The winds will start blowing once again, not against you, but for you. When you get an agreement with God, he will cause things to shift in your favor and bring your reward. That is the key word when you get an agreement with God. Well, Ash, how do you get an agreement with God? You know, is it something you just say, God, I want to be in agreement with you. And the answer is yes, yes. It is. When I first went through this book, I was in a very dark place um, mentally and everything. I knew what I needed to do. I knew I needed to become a more faithful person, but also faithful to myself. To love myself, love my body love who i am and love those around me right and i knew that i can see okay well i am in agreement with god but now that i look back at it and deep down i really was not in an agreement with god i was still fighting this notion of i can control the world I can control the situations around me. I can control everything. And that's what I was set out to do. Because for so long, I felt like I wasn't in control. I felt as though things were just happening, you know, one after the other over and over. And I could not get past that point of why do these things keep happening? Right. Why is I take two steps forward and I'm knocked on my feet, off my feet, you know, four steps back, something like that. And it's just I felt as though I needed to be in control of everything so that I was never knocked off again. But the more I held on, the more it got harder and the struggle was there. And I couldn't push forward until I started to let go and surrender. And I remember thinking back then, how do you surrender? How do you just say, you know, I'm done. I don't want to hold on anymore. It is not my plan. It is your plan. And what have I've learned is you just breathe and you think about everything. You think about what you want in life. You meditate on the word as far as you find a verse that calls out to you. And for me, it's Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. You know, for I know the plans I have for you. And I knew that I could no longer be in control of anything. I could no longer be in control of my life. I could make the decisions. My decisions did have consequences for everything, whether they were good or they were bad, but I could no longer be in control. If people wanted to stay in my life or wanted to leave my life, then that was up to them. I could only express to them how I felt, but I couldn't influence anyone's decision, nor could I be upset about anyone's decision. So being able to say that many times people can miss God's best simply because they give up before they see their answer come Being able to to read that and to say it out loud. It's like we get into arguments or we get into situations or problems. And we push and push and push. And it's like, you know what? This is this is too much for me. It's too difficult. I, I'm going to throw in the towel. I'm done. I don't want to deal with this. Right? But how do you know if you're just right there? You're, you're almost right over that cliff. You're almost right into your promised land. You're almost right into the milk and honey. You're just so close, but you don't know. But you keep pushing and you keep pushing and you keep pushing. And it will come for you once you get in agreement with God. Once you show God that you can be trusted in situations, you can be trusted in a life that he has promised in your heart. Once you are in that agreement, and then the winds will start blowing once again, not against you, but for you. And that is so beautiful. Because, <laughs> you know, if you're, you know, standing out in the park with your arms open and you're going against the wind... And it it feels great, but it's it's hard, you know, especially when you turn around and you have that gust of wind coming at you. You feel like you can't breathe and you're trying your best and, you know, you try to push forward, but it's hard versus just going with the wind, the wind behind your back, pushing you forward. You will be able to accomplish more in less time with God than you would on your own. And when you get an agreement with God, he will cause things to shift in your favor and bring your reward. So I'll leave you with this. Love yourself. Love your enemies. Even though that's a little hard sometimes for us, we can do it. Love those from a distance if need be, but love those and forgive those people that may have done wrong, may have hurt you, may have, you know, you're doing it for yourself. You're not doing it for anybody else. You're doing it for you and you're doing it for your agreement with God. You are so wonderful and so amazing, and thank you for coming with me on this journey and going over Wake Up to Hope, the devotional. I believe that this book, it's done wonders for me, and I hope it'll do wonders for you too. As always, love always.